Hello, and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm Whitney. And I'm Courtney. And we are The Witch Source. And thank you for listening to another episode. We are doing the episode this week on basically sifting through magical doubt. And we had a request to do this episode. We did. Uh, yes, we did. So, yeah, that's why we're doing this one. But I think it's important because I think a lot of um, witches, especially um, new witches, struggle with this. And I think witches who even maybe have been practicing a long time that maybe take a break from practicing or, you know, just fall out of practice for a while and then come back to it, um, probably experience this as well. I could see that. Do you have any no. doubts? Um, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think early on I did um, when I first started practicing. Well, and, you know, as I was learning too, I just felt unsure about what I was doing in general. And mm. that led to you know, quite a bit of doubt, um, just not being sure if I was doing the right thing. Right. So what did you do to get rid of your self-doubt or the doubting? Honestly, I strengthened my connection with, um, spirit mm -hmm. and I started, um, meditating daily and that made for a very strong uh connection with spirit and after i would meditate i would journal and then um all of that also strengthened uh my psychic abilities so after i would meditate i would journal about what had you know happened during the meditation and i would find myself asking questions when i was journaling and the answers would start to come in. They would start to drop gotcha. in. So then it almost became like, in a way, kind of like automatic writing because I would write down exactly as I would hear it. Um, and so there was a lot of you versus I when I was journaling. Okay. The answers. And, um, through doing that, it just strengthened everything for me, you know, my connection, my psychic abilities, my intuition. And um, so then the more I practiced, uh, a lot of stuff became intuitive. And then I started having um, some really cool results which of course I journaled on those as well. So I'd have them to come back to um, when doing, you know, when I would have like low moments, I could go back to it and be like, oh yeah, that really cool experience happened. And that really cool experience happened. And, um, you know, just built a, a journal of connection and conversations and results. Um, and it really started to make a really, big difference for me in my magical 
confidence. And from that, I started to care less about if I was doing it right, if I had, you know, the right words or the right candle color or the right ingredients. And I cared less about that. And I cared more about the connection. And then through strengthening my psychic gifts, I developed um, a really strong connection with energy to where I could feel energy. I could see energy. I could sense energy. So at that point, all of my spells really became about the energy, feeling spirit present, feeling the elements come near, um, and being able to really feel into the spell and the magic I was doing, and also feel, feel into the energy of its completion and of it happening, um, to where I could put myself um, at a point in time where I could see, sense, and feel the results. Even if I didn't know how or necessarily when, I felt very confident that it was going to happen. Like there was just this assurity within my own being that it was going to happen. And there was no swaying me away from that. Um, and at that point I just gave gratitude for it. Um, and basically forgot about it and walked away and really didn't, you know, think about it too awfully much. Um, unless I got a hit to do the spell again or to push the energy again, again, all of that being intuitive. Um, but otherwise I pretty much let it be and then it would happen. Okay. I like what you're saying. I like what you're saying. So, um, have you ever done the work, the, the magic, the spells, put the intentions out there and get discouraged by it not happening? Uh, by, yeah, by it seeming not to work. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Sometimes I wasn't, well, okay. So sometimes I wasn't waiting long enough for the spell to, to work. Mm -hmm. Um, like I remember a spell I did two years ago. No, longer than that. I guess it was three years ago. And, you know, it took, I don't know, at least two years for it to, to manifest, to happen. Okay. Right. And for me to realize that it happened. Um, mm. So, and then there's been other times that I have done, you know, spells and magic for things. And in the end, I was happy it didn't work. You got something better in the end than what you had asked for. Right. Right. Um. So that's, but you that's say a lot it all, of right. But you say at the end of your cells, uh, at, at the end of your spells, when you're doing your work, you know, for the best intentions. So, you know, so mode it be along, you know, something along those lines, right? Uh, this or something better, this or something greater. 
All right, so you you leave it open for something better to happen. Right. And I also don't um I don't necessarily try to figure out the how it's going to happen. I -hmm. leave that very much open to a spirit to do whatever it sees fit or has to do. So I don't, you know, put spirit in a box and say, it has to happen this way. So I leave it very open to all possibilities. Right. Right. I think that when you narrow it down, I mean, if you were wanting like say specific proof or, you know, something like that, I, you know, I could see people trying to narrow it down, but I do think that when you narrow it down, it, it could take longer. It could bog down and, you know, it may not work because that may not be what, you, you know, what you're needing. Right. Right. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, I feel like spirit, God, goddess knows a whole lot better than we do of, of what we actually need and where we're meant to be on our path. And spirit knows the future, um, you know, where we don't. So, right. you know, if, if I'm not staying open and trusting, and I think that I know, <laughs> then, you know, clearly I can screw up a lot of things and not meet this wonderful potential future um, that I'm meant to step into because I'm so worried about this particular spell working or it has to come out this way or um, I have to have this result. So we could really miss the mark. So I think a lot of times the spell work, not necessarily working exactly how we expect it to is a good thing. Now, do you do spell work for the big things, small things, everything in life? Or are you more of a, you only do it when you need it? How how often are, are you doing your craft? Oh, that's a good question. So, <laughs> I um, thought so. And I do have <laughs> answers to all of these questions that I'm asking. Uh, okay. I think it kind of lays down the foundation basis I think it shows differences between us right so. okay so you are going to come back and answer all these same questions yes okay cool um so if I need help with small things I I am asking spirit or goddess um for help basically all throughout the day um and I do try to do a little bit of ritual um, almost daily. So I mm-hmm. try to start the day with uh, lighting my two candles here on my desk, which I think you've seen. Um, and I set my intention for the day and I ask for help throughout the day. Um, and so I'm, I am doing that almost daily. And then for the larger things, um, that I'm wanting to manifest or, or need help with. Um, yes, I will do, uh, you know, actual spell work for that. Um, you know, so I'll, um, 
go all out, you know, candles, herbs, oils, um, all of that. Now, um, as far as actual ritual, I do reserve, um, where, when I'm actually casting a circle, um, and doing full on ritual with calling the quarters and the elements and all of those things, I really try to reserve that on for very special occasions. So whether that's, um, a holiday or, you know, some type of moon magic that I'm doing, um, because doing that is extremely powerful and I can feel the energy. I can feel the presence I can. And it, it almost feels like there's millions of beings or, you know, individual type energies that start to surround and are like, you know, holding witness to this ritual and are ready to assist. So I make sure I reserve those types of, um, rituals either for, um, again, you know, holidays, um, giving, you know, gratitude or for something really big that I'm trying to manifest or work on. So, um, but yeah, I, I do try to at least do something daily, um, whether that's meditate or do the candles or both. Um, and definitely if I'm working on, you know, stuff for our business, for the witch source, I really do try to, um, do those candles to really set the intention of what I'm doing for the business, um, to stay in alignment with the magic and the purpose and the intention of, of what we are doing, um, and the products that we are making. And, um, even like when I do readings, you know, I will light my candles, um, and set those intentions. So, uh, I'm kind of doing magic all the time. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, I feel like I am very similar. Um, <laughs> um, so as to the first question, do I ever, have I ever had doubt? Do I ever doubt? To be honest with you, I never really have. I, I think that's a, a difference between us. Um, I was never concerned about getting things right. That's really never been a priority of mine. If there was a need, I did what I could and I went and I'd go from there. Right. But I was always putting the intention out there of what I wanted. Um, I think one of the bigger things is that I, I feel like I have an open dialogue, um, we're, you know, I'm not saying always connected because I know when you say connected, it doesn't feel that way for me. Um, I don't know if I'm always open or, you know, but I, I always feel like there's that open dialogue where I just ask for something, desire something, uh, and I mean, it's not always instantaneous, but, you know, 
I don't think there's ever been anything that I've done or desired, wished, uh, spelled for that hasn't happened. And, and some of the major, major things that I've done, um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's, uh, I mean, to name a, to name a few, um, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't do work for my husband, but I requested that the person that I was supposed to be with come to me. Mm, I did have thoughts. Yeah. I did have thoughts and desires of what I wanted the person to look like, the type of personality that I was attracted to. I kind of envisioned, you know, what I found attractive and what I desired and just said, but I left it open, you know, to please send me whoever I'm supposed to be with. And right. it wasn't, it wasn't long after that, you know, I, I met my husband, mm, um, yeah. uh, going to court. I, I know I've told you, um, when I was going to court over my divorce to get my children, I, I did spell work for that. And I mean, I woke up that morning and I just had that entire feeling of, you know, mountains are going to be moved today, you know, and I just woke up with that feeling and I, I went into court and, you know, my mind was blown away, um, you know, because I, I got full custody of my children. My ex terminated his rights and, you know, that I was told that that would never happen you know, that pretty much that couldn't happen. I mean, even the judge there in court said, I never allowed this. And he said, he stated that numerous times. I never allow this. But in this instance, I'm going to make an exception. So, right. I mean, big things were moved. Um, you know, there, any times I've had money issues, money problems. I mean, it, it's been right around the corner, you know, uh, unexpected check showing up in the mail, you know, right the same day that I needed it. You right. know, my, I've never gone without, I have always been taken care of. Mm -hmm. And when you yeah. can look back over, you know, over that history, over everything that's happened, how can you look and say that, you know, you don't believe now that I totally agree with, because that's one of the things I think about as well. Like when I'm stressed or worried or panicking about stuff, um, mm -hmm. especially in the past, like I would have to like, just hit the pause and say, wait a minute, when have I ever gone with that? When has, you know, when have things never worked out? Um, when have I not been, you know, okay. And there's not been a time. So I think if people can just stop and recognize that, that could definitely bring some level of, of confidence in something, something is, you know, looking out for you working in your favor. So if you, you know, are now understanding and recognizing that, then why wouldn't it help you with something that you're actually asking for or taking the time and energy to put spell work into and make this request as well as, you know, giving gratitude. And I think giving gratitude is one of the biggest things. Um, 
you know, having read, I read, you know, the law of attraction when I was going, you know, in the middle of a divorce mm -hmm. and, you know, the biggest takeaway from, from reading that pretty much in the lowest point of my life mm -hmm. was to still have gratitude for what you do have. And, uh, and, and I've kind of carried the philosophy that, you know, I'm, I, I look around, I'm thankful for what I have. I am not concerned really about what I don't have. Um, and that negativity truly does breed negativity. Yes. Whereas positivity, you know, if you are a negative person, all you're going to see around you is all of the negative. Whereas right. if you change that mindset, you'll begin to see, you know, all of the positive in your life. Be thankful for what you have, which changes that mindset right. to, you know, now you're seeing the positive, you're seeing the good. Um, and, and, and from that, you know, you're bringing in more good. So if you go in, I think if you go into things, if you go into your magic with the negative mindset, that's the intention that you're putting out there, right? Your right. magic and your spell works that is your intention. The works that you put behind it, are you manifesting physically your intentions? Well, and I think even if somebody goes into it with a positive intention, but yet mm -hmm. they have so much negativity within their aura and their energy field and in their mind, you know, running in the background on autopilot, even if you have, you know, really good positive intentions going into your magic if you're not on some level holding on to that positive vibration and you're letting every other point of time in your life be consumed with negative except for when you're asking for something in ritual right it doesn't matter how much positive you put into that ritual if negative is ruling every other part of your life it's not going to happen and even if it does happen you're probably not going to see it that's what I was going to say. You're in my head again. If you're so <laughs> negative, you will probably not see the positive results from the work that you're doing. Right. I mean, and, and sometimes I think that it can take a while, you know, for you to look back and see, you know, oh, well, I did do the spell for that and I did get it. It did happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things about, you know, when my, when my husband came into my life, when he did, you know, I met him when I was going through my divorce. Um, and I always find it funny because, you know, he, when he uh, first met me, he asked me if I was crazy. And I said, <laughs> I know he first conversation on the phone with him. It was, I have three questions for you. And uh, one of them was, am I crazy? To which, you know, I answered completely honestly. And I said, well, yeah, but no more than anyone else. And I, you know, I told him, I said, you know, I am going through this divorce. Um, but I kind of live in a bubble at the moment where I'm not really looking at reality. Um, you know, 
right in the beginning when I'd left my husband because of, you know, me trying to leave in a hurry, he had my kids. And because he had the kids, when I moved everything out of the house, he got to keep the kids for a while. So I never told anyone that, you know, he had temporary custody of the kids because that would be facing reality. I said, no, no, he's visiting with them. He's got visitation at the moment. I'll get my kids back soon. So did I really know what was going on? I did. Did I change the reality in my mind and what I told people? Yes. So I put a positive spin on a negative situation. Um, but then, you know, being with my, I, I met him, you know, right at the beginning of the recession and, you know, he had lost his job. You know, I was the only one working and, you know, things were difficult and, you know, we were able to laugh at it. I, I remember him saying, you know, he said he loved how we never fought over money. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's true. We don't argue over money. And he kind of started laughing and said, you know, was hard to argue over something that you don't have. And we were always joking. We were never serious, but always that joking and positive and putting, you know, seeing silver linings in bad situations. So I think, you know, changing the mindset and everything did work out in the end. You know, for me, I did get my kids back even, you know, in my crazy moment, I don't, which my, I call it my bubble period. Um, when I met him, I was able to remove my bubble and, you know, look at reality because there was somebody who was positive with me, right. You know, looking into the future. So when you're doubting, look at, look at the way, how are you going into it? What is your mindset? Right. What are your thoughts? I mean, no, I agree. I mean, you definitely can't do spell work for something that you don't believe can actually happen. Um, you know, and if you're a negative person, you're less likely to really believe in maybe the magic that you're doing, you know, that you're right. going into it with that doubt already there. And I think some of it also stems back to maybe some, you know, general self-confidence and self-worth um, issues as well, potentially. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I could definitely see that. And I think that if you're, if you're not seeing the results, if you are having the doubts, go through and look, um, evaluate where are you at? Why are you there? Why are you having those feelings? And maybe do some spell work for that. Oh, yeah, you can definitely do some spell work to just boost your self-confidence and to boost your self-worth. I mean, and, mm -hmm. you know, we're fixing to, we're fixing, <laughs> we are about to. <laughs> <laughs> that Southern coming out. I know. Um, release a candle jar spell kit um, to help bring in that magical confidence and be a magical booster, as well as, you know, help you open up to your magic and your 
um, your gifts, your natural psychic gifts and abilities, um, and be a booster for your intuition. So um, there's that, you know, so we, we know it's out there. We know it's um, a problem and that some witches have, especially, um, you know, if you've, if you've done spell work and you're not getting results and you're getting frustrated, you know, I completely understand. So, and that's why we're working on, um, you know, getting this made so that people, um, when it's all said and done, they have their, their little jar that they can shake up when they're needing that magical boost and that magical confidence to, um, remind them and remember, um, that they are powerful and, um, they are connected, they are taken care of and, you know, just help them to stay positive and, and magical. And that's what your jar is. That's what any jar spell is for is, um, you know, to be that reminder for you to tap into that energy and, and shift whatever is going on inside of you. Right. So, um, yeah, I would say always, <laughs> yeah, start there. Shift your mindset, uh, shift your energy. And then, you know, you said something takes you. You said something before we started recording about uh, banishing. Banishing. Um, what did you say? Uh, banishing the negativity. I mean, yes, that's the thing. And we have a spell on YouTube under the <laughs> spells playlist um, for banishing uh, negativity um, and a few other things. But you can always tweak the wording in there to make it what you need it. So banishing the doubt. Um, right. Ban yeah. Banishing the negativity, banishing the doubt. Um you know, and banishing, um, you know, not believing in yourself or not believing in the magic or, you know, if you're, if you have, you know, low self-esteem or question your worth, you know, you can banish those things, um, as well. So you could definitely but look at, but then deep dive and do the shadow work to find out why do you have the low self-esteem? Why do you have the self-doubt? What's going on in your life? Right, exactly. And it, it that is brought up at the end of the spell video that, you know, you want to pay attention to what comes up for you over the next several weeks as far as making you really sit down and question and do that shadow work and figure out, okay, what, what part of me um, has been okay with this and why? you know, why is this here? Why do I feel this way or believe this way? Mm -hmm. And really trying to get to the root of it um, so that you can shift it and heal it, um, you know, and finally make a de decision to choose differently because that's all a belief is. It's, it's a choice. At the end of the day, it's a choice that you made to believe, right. um, you know, something that somebody else said about you um, or, you know, you chose this belief based on something somebody else did or maybe something you did or said. Um, but that's the thing about a belief. You can always change your mind. The choice is there. So when you go back and find the root of these things, you can just say, you know what? That's it. I choose differently. I don't and, and that's a lie anymore. 
Right. And that's a conversation, you know, that I had with Onyx this weekend was that, um, you know, everyone, you know, everyone has their own path in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mine is constantly evolving, constantly changing. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. Um, it, evolving my practice, my beliefs, my, you know, I I don't, you know, I think I started like most people, you know, I started with Wicca and realized that that wasn't my path. That isn't what I believe. And, you know, the more I've learned and, and the more I've grown, um, I've developed, you know, this belief system that, I mean, kicks ass to me because, you know, <laughs> you get results. I, 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 I totally get results. And, you know, maybe my being oblivious to a lot of things has to do with, you know, maybe part of my belief system, you know, right, right. Ignoring the negativity, ignoring I don't ignore the problems. I deal with them and I move on. They're not, they're, they're blips in, in my lifetime, problems, stresses, or what have you are a blip in time. When you, when you look at your life and, you know, you know, the average lifespan of a, 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 of a person, you know, one bad week out of how many weeks have you lived? How many weeks are you going to live? Right. Don't let one bad blip you know, change your mindset and, and run you down a course that, you know, isn't going to take you anywhere. Right. But, um, as for helping you understand and, and see where you've gone, what are some of your recommendations? I know you like journaling. What? That was a confusing question. I'm sorry. (laughs) What are your recommendations to, to see, you know, your progress, what you've been doing, results? Okay. So, like, to boost your, your magical confidence. Okay. So, yes. first thing, um, I mean, I prefer meditation because I think it builds that strong connection. Um, and once you have that connection and you get some kind of proof and Honestly, I, I don't see a problem with um, questioning um, spirit or source or whatever, you know, God or goddess you've chosen to work with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with asking them to, to somehow prove themselves to you. Um, okay. You know, I, but again, I think it starts with, you know, building that connection through meditation. But even if that's not your route you know, asking for signs, um, very clear signs that you will understand. Um, I think that's an option and that starts to build your belief. And then of course, um, journaling, journaling experiences like that, where you get those signs or you get those messages, you get those, um, intuitive hits and then it works out and it happens that way. Um, and, recording, you know, when you have done spell work and it's worked Mm -hmm. out, you know, when you have done, even if it's just in the form of a prayer, 
if it if that prayer was in some way, shape, or form answered, um, I believe that is magical as well, and it should definitely go into that journal. Um, right. You know, and there again, I also think it's a good thing to keep a separate journal of the magic that you're doing. Um, you know, what you've used, when you've done the magic, um, everything so far as the date, the time, the moon phase, um, you know, supplies you use, the, the spell, the intention, the energy, uh, what you felt when you're doing the spell work, um, mm -hmm. how you felt after you did the spell work even, uh, I think is, is relevant. And recording all of that and leaving space so that, you know, when it comes to fruition, you can go back and even if it's, if it's just a little bit, right? Like you're not even recording the whole thing that you put in your journal as far as, you know, this is all the cool stuff that happened or this came to fruition, but just so that you can note, um, this spell happened and it happened on such and such day. Um, so that you can see how long did that take for that spell to work? Right. You know, um, but all those little nuances, I think, help to to keep track and help build that confidence. Um, I think that's that's a big part of it. Um, and again, you know, just start simple with trusting yourself and trusting your intuition, and you know, seeing where that takes you, and you know, just say yes to it because that's going to get stronger. And, you know, recording when that worked out, when you were right, remembering those times so that you'll remember to always go back and say yes to your intuition um, instead of just brushing it off or talking yourself out of it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like we did this weekend. Yes. 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 So should I tell a story? <laughs> yeah. Tell a story. Story time. Gather story around, time. Please. Okay, so we were at um, the Beltane Festival at um, the Pagan Path in Reedsville, North Carolina this weekend doing a vendor event. And we had mm -hmm. two of those, you know, tents, the 10 by 10 tents. And it was the second day. Um, so the third actual day, because we went Friday to set up and then we right. did the thing on Saturday. So here it is Sunday. And we're, we're sitting there and we're kind of waiting for everything to get started. And I, I, you know, had a thought drop in of should probably secure the tents because it's kind of windy. Probably wouldn't be a bad idea. And right. then I just let it go. Like my, my mind just went on to something else. Well, come to find out sister at the same time. Yeah. Go ahead. I had, I was thinking, I was sitting there in the tent. I was evaluating the wind. That is honestly what I was doing. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of hard. You know, that's a, that's a hard wind. But I'm, you know, looking around the tent and, uh, you know, I talked myself out of uh, securing it down because, you know, no, I think the tent's heavy enough. No, we have enough weight on it, I believe. I think we're going to be fine. And then what happened next? Yeah. So, you know, just a few minutes after we have 
thought this and not had a conversation about it. Uh, neither one of us said anything to each other, even though we both got the hit. Uh, yeah. Both the tents went flying. They did. They to did. The but I, you know, I was not even surprised. I was just like, um, sister, <laughs> because I kind of already knew it was going to happen because I was literally just thinking about it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I didn't even, you know, I didn't panic, you know, the same way as you, because I'm the type of person that, oh, my tent is trying to blow away. Let me just go fix this. Oh, no, you I know? wasn't panicking. I was expecting it. That's why I was just like, um, sister, like, well, normally, I didn't even yeah. move as quickly as you. You moved a whole lot faster than I did. I was still kind of sitting there <laughs> before I was even like, oh, shit, I should probably get up and do something. <laughs> well, normally, <laughs> Right. And normally in times past, if that had happened, you would have been like, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, you wouldn't have been as calm as cl and collected. Was uh, yeah, you, you were very calm. I, I was very surprised. And you were very much I, I think you took on my persona that day because you were like, OK, let's just get this fixed and done, because that's a problem arises. Okay, let's get it fixed, done, taken care of, and move on. And you were very much in that moment of, all right, we're going to secure it down. You knew right where the stakes were at because I was trying to hold it down because somebody had come over to help me and I didn't want their help to be in vain. <laughs> so I'm like, where are the stakes? Yep, I knew right where this were. Right. So, of where they were on. Yeah. I think I had made the mental note, but in that moment, I'm like, I didn't know if they had gotten moved. I knew I hadn't moved them, but you know, it's just, where are they? <laughs> Normally I am the cool, calm and collected person, but um, I think you were a little bit more calm, cool, calm and collected than, than I was. At that moment. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this is a perfect example of, you know, even we still slip up and don't completely listen to ourselves or intuition or our hits of, hey, you should probably go do something about this. Right. Um, it's like the weekend before um, I was going on a camping trip. I volunteer one or two weekends out of the year where I go and I cook for, you know, that's over a hundred people. Um, and, and that that's what I do, but it always involves camping when I do this. And my thoughts, uh, before leaving was I should probably grab my blanket. I I'm probably going to want a blanket. And I left out, didn't grab it. And I talked myself out of it. And of course I'm there that night. And, you know, it, it's, you know, what do we always say? If you thought it, you should have done it. Yes. If you think it, do it. If you think it, do it. And I mean, I, I have tried to make it, um, even if it seems crazy, I, I have tried to follow yeah. that philosophy of if I think it, do it. But of course, I talked myself out of it once again. Right. Before. Yes. Yes. So that's the whole thing. And, like, when you think it, do it and don't talk yourself out of it. There's a reason that it has popped into your mind. Um, right. And I'm trying to, I am also trying to get a lot better with um, if you think it, do it. Because 
I historically have been bad for talking myself out of it. I've gotten a little bit better with that. But now my mm -hmm. problem is I just kind of dismiss it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I have to stop doing that, too. Um, so it totally happens and it happens to to everyone. Right. All right. So did you have anything else to add? Um, no, I think we covered um, journaling to even to just track your results. Um, mm -hmm. uh, doing the banishing the negativity, looking at your mindset, uh, just evaluating your life and where you're at in the moment. Right. Um, being thankful for what you do have to put yourself into that positive and thankful mindset. Right. Um, no, I think, um, I think, and I mean, something else that you could maybe do that's, you know, on, on a smaller scale, if you're not into journaling, do a dream board, make a dream board, something that you can look back on um and and see where you know if you do spell work for something and you know writing is not my thing i despise journaling i hate writing i'm not a bad writer it's just not something i choose to sit down and do um so where i wouldn't be willing to i wouldn't be will, willing to journal my my spell works I would be willing to, you know, either write one word or to put a picture on a board or in a book of what I've done. So to go back and review later. Like you could even do like a scrapbook. Right. A scrapbook of your spells. Right. I mean, if, if you're not willing to do anything else, I think that that gives you something that you can turn back to at a later date and time. Because I think, you know, we've discussed... I, I'm one of those that I wish for something and then I forget about it or I'll do the work and then I forget about it. And, you know, it, it's not until I look back, you know, sometimes years later, I'm like, oh, I got all of this. Oh, I am there. I got that job. I got that house. I got that car, you know. Right. Well, I wanted to share a few things so um, this is from uh, Solitary Witch by Silver Raven Wolf. Um, mm -hmm. And this is uh, general rules of successful magic. Now, of course, when we hear the witch source say rules, we use that very uh, loosely more to be kind of like suggestions. Um, more like guidelines. Yeah guidelines because we don't really have a whole lot of rules per se um right. but this is her list that i thought you know people might find interesting um and number one is every action has an equal reaction so you really want to think long and hard about what the spell work is that you're doing why you are doing it what results that you want and you know what the potential outcomes could be right so again i don't say limit the how but mm -hmm. um you know just have a general idea of okay if you're asking for this you know how is this going to affect your life the people in your life the people around you um you know all the different things really look at the cause and effect 
Um, number two, the longer you practice, the more adept you become. So again, just because you feel like it's not working at first, keep going, keep practicing, keep keep trying, because the more you you practice and do magic, the better you'll get and the stronger you'll get. But if you just give up when you first get started, you won't ever make any progress. Right. Um, number three, as best you can keep your thoughts and actions pure, which I think goes back to kind of like what we were talking about with, you know, trying to stay positive and um, not let the negative creep in. And that includes that doubt, you know, really try to push it out of your mind when it, when it shows up um, or try to figure out why the doubt's there so you can finally get rid of it for good. Right. Um, I think that would be a big thing. Right. Number four, what you think you create. So again, the mindset. Number five, what you believe you will manifest. So again, that goes back to, do you believe you are worthy and deserving of it? Or do you believe that it will really happen for you? Um, and if not, figure out why and really work to try to shift that. Uh, number six, uh, magic works better if added to a spiritual foundation. So, you know, and she's saying it doesn't even matter what your spiritual foundation is. You know, mm -hmm. for me, it was that connection, um, you know, and, and having that dialogue, you know, and, and getting answers and um, seeing results. But, you know, it, I think it does help to have some kind of um, spiritual foundation because, again, magic is um, a system it's not a religion. So, right. You know, you want to add it to some kind of spiritual or religious system belief. Um, number seven, magic does not replace hard work. So you can't just do the spell work and expect everything to happen. You know, you still, if you're doing magic for a job, you still have to go out and fill out the applications and go to the interviews and do all of the legwork. You can't just do a spell and expect stuff to, to show up. You still have to do the work. Right. Like the, you know, the joke about the person who keeps praying to win the lottery and, you know, well, go buy a ticket. Right. They never buy, buy a you know, ticket. Right. Do the work. Um, number eight, uh, do not use magic for a legal gain and don't use anything in a circle uh, that might have been stolen. Um, yeah, because stealing is just kind of bad. You shouldn't do it. But that's my opinion. <laughs> Illegal gains. What? Uh... I guess if you're doing like money laundering or some kind of fraud. Oh, like, or like to increase your money in money laundering we don't think like this so um right that's what i'm like i don't know that's, that's the only thing i can assume that she's talking about here <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so um oh another thing some people um will actually use a divination tool before doing their spell work to kind of get a feel for if it's the right thing to do or not if it will be successful 
Um, so that's something that you might could add in and try, um, whether that's cards or pendulum. Um, you can ask questions about the spell work that you're about to do um, and see what kind of answers that you get back. I know that, you know, we, we've done that where mm -hmm. we've read cards. I don't know if I can use my pendulum because he's currently attached to the wall <laughs> so that he can't run away. Right. You're holding him hostage. I so am holding him hostage. I have to post a picture. Okay, and then here's a, here's um, a section that she has about why magic sometimes fails. And I think this is a, a good thing to mention, um, which we've kind of already talked about. You know, if you're not willing to change your perception um, about some things, you know, it, it, along with your belief system and your mindset, then it's probably not going to work. Um, right. Because you, you do have to be open. You do have to be willing to receive. You have to believe it's going to work. All those things. Um, so you want to be able to expand, you know, your belief and your viewpoints, or at least suspend, you know, until the, the spell has time to work, what you believe, um, is possible. Um, you know, you do the spell and then you walk away from it and do, you know, get caught back in that negative cycle. Um, mm -hmm. and you don't believe that change is actually possible for you, um, or that something good can actually happen for you. You know, if you're, if you're doing the magic and then walking away from it with that mindset, it's not going to work. Um, some other things are you might, you might've lost your focus during the spell work ritual. Your mind might've wandered off into left field and you kind of just confused everything that you were doing or never really finished the spell work and just kind of walked away from it. Uh, another thing is you're maybe being too impatient. You haven't given enough time for it to work. Um, you did get the magic. It did work, but you missed it. Uh, right. Um, and uh, she also mentions that if the magic somehow touches larger groups of people, it can take longer to work. I, I can definitely see that. And again, I mean, magic, you've got more moving parts. Right. If you've got several moving parts and pieces, yeah, it's going to kind of take a little bit longer to get all that into play. Um, again, there's the mention of magic cannot replace the physical action. So if you didn't do your part, then the magic couldn't do its part. Um, again, this goes back to how we kind of were talking about at the beginning, that the magic somehow will interfere with your spiritual plan. So that's where I kind of like go back to like where I mentioned, you know, spirit knows the future and knows what's best for you. So maybe what you're asking for will take you in the wrong direction or, you know, isn't as good as what you asked for, you know, it right. isn't as good as what you could get. Um, so, and then the last thing she mentions, mentions is that magic always tries to create some sort of a balance. Um, and again, I think that goes back to your belief system. Right. So, but I thought those were some interesting points to share and yeah, hopefully that has been helpful. 
Um, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know if you do any of the spell work for, you know, banishing the negativity or doubt um, or spell work to increase your confidence, um, even your magical confidence. Um, we would love to hear um, how that goes and what you think. Uh, right. and we'd also love to know if you have any uh, episode requests. Or if you have any questions on what we've gone over. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you can reach us. Uh, it's the, the email is thewitchsource at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, on and YouTube. We'd love for you to like, follow, subscribe, and share. We really appreciate it. And wherever you're listening, if you would leave us um, a positive review, if you're able to, we would really appreciate that. And um, yeah, check out the we website, also- uh, thewitchsource.com. You can book private readings and check out all of the things available in the shop. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, uh, and, and don't forget, you know, we've got the Witch Source Society, which is our page for, you know, getting together community questions, answers. Uh, you know, you can come hang out with us there. And that is the Facebook group, the Witch Source Society. Yes. All right. I think that's it for us. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, stay magical. Bye. <laughs>